What's up, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Hello Ghostly Podcast. I am going to be your one and only host. My name is Ryan, or Hello Ghostly, if you are searching for me across the interwebs. And welcome back to another fine, dampy, dozy episode of this gaming-related podcast. It's going to be a bit of a strange one because my throat is a little bit croaky, so I'm going to try my best to get my way through this. I did try to record this prior. I went on a bit too long and I thought it was kind of not very good. So I'm going to re-record it. I've done some shippity shappity doodahs and that means basically I've been going into my show notes and I've made some changes, but I explained it in a very poor way. Let's get straight into what I've been playing this week, which has not been a very great experience in my opinion, and that is Apex's Legends Evolution Collection event. What an absolute garbage storm that was. It was an absolute crapshoot. There was a ton of server problems going on on day one. I could not play for about three hours. And here in the UK, the event goes live at 6 p.m. So by the time I got in, I was in at 9 p.m. And there was just issues of being disconnected all the time and not getting into many games. I will say, after the fact, it's been a little bit more stable the last couple of days. The servers are still pretty trashy, but it is still playable, which is a good thing. I'll say that indeed. I think the skins are pretty terrible this time around. They're not great. The heirloom is just okay too. It's nothing too special. I do like the fact that it's a bubblegum dispenser for Rampart. I think that is very cool indeed. And I'm glad they included that little neatness to this heirloom for this character. But I do think it's very ironic that a game where it has, Hey look, buy all of our skins and you'll get this shiny wrench. And then that update breaks the game. So something that is made to fix things broke the game. I don't know. Either way, there are some things I like, like I like the changes to arenas, I don't like arenas, so I like the new version that they've included, but overall I've had a pretty negative time with this event, I'm trying to get my way through it as quick as possible to get all the event badges and get all the unlocks, because I don't want to play it no more, I'd rather be playing something else, and Lost Judgment is coming out on Tuesday, and that is where I'm going to be putting my focus for the most part, I'm probably going to play Aragami 2 over the course of the weekend, as well as the game known as I Am A Fish, I think it's called. They're both on Game Pass, so I'm going to check both of them out. One of them is like a Tenchu-esque game, which I'm very excited for, because I love me some Tenchu, and I want some more in my life, and it's been a long time, and this game looks very much like it, so I'm very excited for that. But enough about what I've been talking about, let's try something new, shall we? There is a quickfire segment that I used to do in the end of the show called Ghost Box. There was something in there that was called Quickfire News, where we got through the news in a quickfire fashion. Well, I'm going to do that at the top of the show this time around. I'm going to quickly go through some news headlines that I'm not going to discuss in full and get deep into, but I do think they are noteworthy enough to talk about, so let's go through them as quick as possible. Battlefield 2042 gets delayed to November 19th, which is very sad indeed. Xbox's Tokyo Game Show will be returning on the 30th of September, 6pm JST, with no major game debuts, but that doesn't completely and utterly rule out Persona 5 Royal, so come on, Persona 5 Royal on Game Pass. Whoop whoop! Then we've got Credible Leak, known as Skullzy, who is currently saying, 
saying that they are hearing crazy rumors about a possible Xbox acquisition, but does not specify any further. So that one take with a big old grain of salt. Sea of Thieves gives the release date for season four and it will be available on September 23rd. And then lastly, but not least, Nintendo has filed a new Nintendo Switch controller. So what that is going to be, I don't know. Fingers crossed it's a Joy-Con that doesn't break. That would be very nice indeed. So that's all of the quickfire news. Now we've gotten that out the way, let's get into the meaty stuff. We're going to kick things off with Dying Light 2 Stay Human because again, sadly, it's another game delay on this one. The announcement for the delay was posted to the game's official Twitter account and it reads as followed. The team is steadily progressing with the production and the game is nearing the finish line. The game is complete and we are currently playtesting it. It is by far the biggest and the most ambitious project we've ever done. Unfortunately, we've realized for us to bring the game to the level we envision, we need more time to polish and optimize it. That is why we have decided to move the release date to February 4th, 2022. Hey look, it's a delay without the excuse of it being the pandemic. That is a breath of fresh air. Every single delay has been, we're going through a pandemic. Our team is really struggling. And then the game only gets delayed by a couple of weeks. I think it's kind of a rubbish excuse in my opinion. I think that's more of poor management. But yes, I digress. I think that's very cool indeed that they've actually just said, hey look, it's not going to be ready on time. We want to get it perfect. We want to get it as good as possible. So we're going to need a couple of more months to do so. I am kind of disappointed about this delay because I was planning to play it in co-op with my wife at launch. What shows your love more than some zombie dismemberment? I don't know. But I'm personally very excited for this game. I loved the first game and I cannot wait to see what Techland do with Dying Light 2 Stay Human, which will now be launching on February 4th, 2022 on Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, Xbox One, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and your personal computer of choice. Next up, NVIDIA had a database leak which possibly reveals a ton of upcoming unannounced project. So NVIDIA is having a pretty rough start to their week with this latest leak, but a spokesperson for the company had the following to say on the matter. NVIDIA is aware of an unauthorized published games list with both released and or speculative titles used only for internal tracking and testing. Inclusion on the list is neither confirmation nor an announcement of any game. NVIDIA took immediate action to remove the access to this list. No confidential game builds or personal information were exposed. So now that we've got the NVIDIA quote out the way, what are these games on this list? What can we kind of possibly maybe see in the future? Well, I've broken it down into two parts. We've got Xbox's Game Studios titles as well as third-party titles. So we're going to kick things off with Xbox's side of things. They had Gear 6 appear. Project Holland, which is apparently believed to be Fable, Project Typhoon, which is a known codename for Contraband, Project Woodstock, which is apparently Forza, as well as an untitled game from Perfect Dark developer known as The Initiative. That one I'm a little bit iffy about because they are working on Perfect Dark. 
I can't really see them running two games at the same time just yet. I think they will in the future because Microsoft is clearly setting up their studios to do that. But I don't know if the initiative will do it just yet because they are a new studio. They are newly formed. They've only been going around and developing for a short period of time. So I don't know if Microsoft would actually put multiple game projects on them at once. But we'll have to see on that front. Halo 5 Guardians, which nobody asked for. Who wants to play that on PC? Not this guy, that's for sure. Avowed Kalimba Gravity. And the final game is called Oxide, which is also known as Project Indus, which is apparently possibly the most exciting title on the list because it's an unannounced simulation strategy city builder game, which sounds cool to me indeed. Think of SimCity 4. Can we have that, please? Some more SimCity in our lives. That would be very nice indeed. Let's get into some third-party games, though, because this list is even bigger, so we're going to have to go through it in a more quick-fire fashion. We've got Chrono Cross Remaster, Final Fantasy Tactics Remaster, Final Fantasy IX Remake, which is most likely referencing the most recent remaster of that game, Kingdom Hearts 4, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Street Fighter 6, Dragon's Dogma 2, Monster Hunter 6, Grand Theft Auto Remasters, which I think Rockstar themselves have been hinting at, a Bioshock 2020 game that's also been in development for a very long time, Mirror's Edge Remaster, an untitled game from Respawn Entertainment, Titanfall 3, which I think is a joke in my opinion, Tekken 8, The Talos Principle 2, Crisis 4, Batman Arkham Knight Remaster, which is something I could see coming shortly, XCOM 3, Injustice 3, Gods Will Fall, Destroy All Humans 3, Sniper Elite 5, City Skyline 2, Fight for Middle Earth, Mortal Kombat 12, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 Remaster, as well as Hell Divers 2. So now into my opinions, because I have some opinions. Oh, most certainly I do. I can't decide where I sit in regards to this list being a actual legit collection of upcoming projects, or if it's just a big old Nvidia speculation fest. I don't know which one it is. My guess it's kind of a mixture of two, like they did say in the beginning of their quote. There's some games on here that I don't think are really viable or would be in development right now. One of those is Titanfall 3. I don't think that's coming anytime soon especially with the recent success of Apex Legends and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, because it just doesn't make sense. Both of those games have done extremely well, so if for some reason Apex dies, they've always got the Star Wars IP to like kind of lean on a little bit. It doesn't make a ton of sense to me, especially after the sales of Titanfall 2. There is a ton of passion there from Respawn. They are very excited about the Titanfall universe, so much so that they kind of interwoven it into Apex. So I it would kind of make sense if they really pushed EA to try and do it, but I don't know if EA would budge on that one. So that's one game that I'm a little bit iffy about. Another game that I'm a bit confused about is the Injustice 3's Gods Will Fall, because I don't think they're making this game. I don't know if they are, but that's an awfully specific title. They've got a very specific name of what this game could be, as well as Fight for Middle Earth. That's also another specific name. It stands out immensely in between everything else because it has a name that would actually sound like something a game from those series would be named. Batman Arkham Knight Remaster is also something I could see coming, especially after the delay of Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League and Gotham Knights. So this would be kind of like an easier project that they 
kind of slip in now towards the end of this year, possibly early next year, to give themselves a little bit more of leanway before those other games come out. I do think if we see any of this, though, that we'll get an announcement very shortly because DC is holding a DC Fandom event on October 16th. And if they aren't going to announce any of these DC or Warner games, such as the Injustice 3 Gods Will Fall or Fight for Middle-Earth, I think we'll be at this show. I think we'll see it there and then. But we'll have to wait and see if this does come to fruition. Either way, there's some exciting games on this list and your boy is very excited indeed. Sadly, that excitement isn't going to last very long because we're going to hit a very somber note. we got to pour one out for Halo the Master Chief Collection because it does look like Season 8 is going to be the last season for that game. It also kind of sounds like they might be wrapping up production on that game and putting it into maintenance mode. 343 Industries has confirmed its plan to pivot away from its current seasonal mode after the launch of Halo Infinite in December. The news comes from a recent Halo Waypoint post that reads as followed. Starting next year, we're targeting pivoting away from our current seasonal model and cadence to instead focus on smaller MCC updates that can land when they're ready based on development status and studio roadmap alignment. These updates will continue to be free and will include the unreleased features and content from this year, as well as a continued effort to improve stability and tackle legacy fixes where possible. We still have a lot of goodness to deliver in 2022. Though they don't explicitly say it, it does kind of look like MCC will be put in a somewhat maintenance mode. They're going to be just keeping this game running. It's probably going to get the occasional small drip of content. Similar to the way Blizzard is handling Overwatch, the game is going to probably still get updates to keep it in a playable state, but it might not get much else other than that, especially after this other quote that I have here in my notes that says... It's not ideal to run and continue shipping seasonal updates for two different multiplayer titles concurrently. Which is basically them saying, yes, we're going to take Halo MC out the back and we're going to put two bullets in its head. There is, however, one final glimmer of hope. There is going to be a more detailed plan of what the future is going to look like for Halo the Master Chief Collection coming next year. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. I'm sure... There's going to be a ton of content coming for this game. If you're an MCC player, maybe it's going to be time for you to move on to Halo Infinite when that game comes out. Fingers crossed for both yourself, myself, and everybody else who is a Halo player and loves those games gets a good game and we don't get Halo 5'd. And on to our last news story of the day. Split Team is announcing a brand new Forge mode coming to the game. However, not much else is known about it. The team responded to a KFC gaming tweet which requested that people respond to their tweet by triggering an entire gaming fanbase with one sentence. The Splitgate team decided to take up the gauntlet by saying the following. Splitgate will have Forge mode before Halo Infinite. Sorry in advance Halo fans, we love you but we had to. The Splitgate team did go on to clarify that the mode will most likely not be named Forge, but would be a similar in style map editor where you'll be able to place portal pads anywhere you want, which sounds very cool indeed. 
I think there could be some really unique game modes that come from that. Fingers crossed there is more game modey stuff in there as well. There is no other information on when this mode is going to be available or what it's going to look like. They did say it's going to be before Halo Infinite and Halo Infinite says six months after launch. So we're looking at it around summertime. So before next summer basically is what they're saying. Do take that with a huge grain of salt though because they are a small development team and they are working in the UK. I don't know if the studio is set up to work from home but the UK is actually projecting to be possibly working from home again in the winter. It's looking like we're going to be in lockdown once again so I would say that maybe that could cause some possible delays unless they're already working from home then probably not because they'll already be used to that process. But I don't know. Either way, I'm excited for the possibility. I'm currently not playing much of Splitgate, but I think Forge would be very cool in there in some fashion. But that is going to be it for everything for today's show. Let me know if you like the new format, whether I should continue the quickfire stuff at the top of the show. You go what I've been playing into quickfire news and then into the big meaty stuff that I want to talk about. I like it personally. I think I'm going to continue it for the foreseeable future. But as always, I hope you have an awesome week slash weekend and I will catch you in the next episode of this gaming related podcast. But as always, until then, ghostly out. Mm-hmm.